Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Yes, that was the whoop whoop, the sound of the police. A sound that I'm all too familiar with and one that I heard yesterday. Dang, so I think I might have been profiled. I don't know if I was racially profiled. I don't know if I, if it was the actions I was doing caused me to be profiled, but I felt like I was profiled. So I'm just going to tell you guys the story and you can come to your own conclusions. I was headed home from Macon yesterday. Uh, well, really, Warner Robins. I had to work in Perry. Then circled back around to Warner Robins. After Warner Robins, I came back up. You know, I was working my way back. So I went to drop some things off and was going headed to drop some things off in McDonough. I'm on 75 North, headed back towards Atlanta. So I'm in Monroe County. And I noticed there are a lot of sheriff cars on the side of the road. There's probably one, two. I think there was like three on the side of the road which bother, didn't bother me because i wasn't doing anything wrong or out of the way so i just keep on trucking i keep on traveling and then i run into um uh, a situation i'm I'm driving and you know how out of your peripheral vision you see something just just moving too fast moving faster than everything else around it so I see this flash come up behind me and then stop, but not really stop, just kind of slow down. So I look over and it is one of the sheriff cars is beside me, not directly beside me, but there's a lane in between us. At this point on 75, it's a three, it's three lanes. So I'm in the far lane to the right. There's a lane in the middle and they're in the lane on the other side. So I thought it was real weird how he just pulled up. You know, you could tell that he he, he was going fast and then he did a abrupt slowdown right there to end up like level with my car. I thought that was weird, but I didn't pay it much attention. I'm just hitting hitting my uh, old jewel, making my way back to the, um, you know, my side of town up into the McDonough area. I'm right outside of Henry County at this point. So then... All of a sudden, abruptly, the car, the, the officer, the sheriff, goes from that far left lane to directly behind me. In one smooth motion, boom, he's right behind me. Which I thought was weird again, but as I say, I'm, I'm, I'm at work. I'm not doing anything, so I'm not paying any much attention. Then I look over, we're passing an exit, an exit where people are coming onto the highway so i see a car coming down the exit so i do what most normal people do well not normal in this area people will make you wreck before they let you merge but being that there is a, a sheriff directly behind me i was like you know probably the smart thing to do is just get over and let this car get on the highway with no trouble so i hit my blinker move over let that car back onto the highway officer moves over with me at this point, I'm like, 
this is this this is really getting weird. So then, boom, hit the lights on my ass. I hit my blinker to the right, move over, pull over to the side of the road. You know, I flip my, I had my sun visor off to the to the left of me, so I flip the sun visor back, let down my window, pull out my wallet. Then I look back, look out, you know, in my mirror to see, you know, where the officer was. And I didn't see him, so I was like, oh, he's still in the car. Then I, out of my peripheral, I catch a glimpse. And I look over, it kind of scared me a little bit. There's two sheriff's officers. So there's two cars behind me at this point. Two cars were basically following me. So I look over to my right, and they're both standing there looking in the window. You know how they walk up on the side of the car and look in the window to see what you're doing Why before you know they're there? That's exactly what they did to me, so... I rolled the window down, and the first thing he says to me is, is this your car? Which is weird as hell. Not, you know, usually you get the, do you know why I pulled you over or whatever or whatever? Where you coming from? Where you going? Something like that. But he's like, is this your car? So, I'm, yeah, this is my car. He says, your tag isn't coming back with anything on it. I'm like, my tag isn't coming back with anything on it? Like, yeah, first it came back as a Volvo. Then it came back blank. There's something on i don't i don't know what's going on with that thing do you have your license going to my wallet handing my license so i'm sitting there and he's like okay uh this might be the problem you suspended i said what's suspended he said is your license suspended i'm like no and he's like well um what's up with this and he turns it around and I have mistakenly given him my id yes i am one of those people that have an id and a license because when I renewed my license, it gives you the op- the option to no. I was changing my address. I had renewed my license, and then I moved, so I was changing my address. And when I did the change address, it gave me the option to just get another license, or I could get a license and an ID. So I got the license and the ID, so I have both. And I'm like, oh, so I go in and get my driver's license. I hand him my driver's license. He looks at it, and. He asked me, do you have your registration with you? And I'm like, I'm not sure. I might have it. I think it may be at home. So he hands me the uh, my ID back. He looks at my license. He says, everything, um, is everything good with your license? And I was like, yeah. So then I see the other officer. While he's talking to me, the other officer is looking in the car. So they say something to each other, and the other officer starts to walk off. And he reaches in the car, hands me my license. I hear him say, have a good one. Or, you know, something like that. I don't know if he's talking to me or he's talking to the other sheriff that was just uh, was leaving. So I said, excuse me, sir, sir. Because he started walking away. And I want to be clear on what's going on. So he's like, well, what? I said, are you telling me to have a good day like I can go? And he's like, yeah, I don't have time. And he walked away got in his car so you know i got myself together i pull off and not even i'm gonna say not even 200 300 yards further down the road they were pulling another car over now i'm explain to you why i think this was strange number one you didn't run my license they didn't call my license in he, he didn't have me look to even see if my registration was in there. And then you let me drive off 
after telling me that my tag there's something wrong on my tag now i don't know when where you live or what 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 county or state but where do they do that at where are they going to tell you that your tag something's wrong with your tag but i don't have time to deal with this so i'm gonna let you go they don't hit so if my tag is not coming back that means he does not know if my vehicle is registered he doesn't know if this vehicle is stolen he hasn't ran my license to see if i have even have license but these are all things that he would already know if he actually ran my tag you know, because all that type of stuff, and he might have, I don't know if he had the tag scanner on the back of his car or what, but these might, all this stuff should pop up from my understanding of how that works. When he ran my tag, it would tell you those type of things from my understanding and from my watching of cops and live PD and things like that. So I just feel that that was just too weird. It was too many steps missed. And for you just to, and then you just let me drive off like that. No warning. No, you know, we need to figure out what's going on with your tag. None of that. I was ready for all that. I was sitting there waiting. The other thing that I found odd about it was that if, if, um, you know, what made him run my tag in the first place? Because I was doing like 60, 65 because I was tired. I had to get up real early to drive to Warner Robbins. So when I'm driving, I don't like driving. When I'm driving and I'm tired, I drive slow. I mean, I do the speed limit, but, you know, I'm not going to be doing, I'm not one of those people that when I'm tired, I'm going to rush home. When I'm tired, I take my time because I want to make sure that I get home safely. You understand what I'm saying? So I know for a fact I was doing 65, so he, he couldn't get me for anything like speeding. I, I was riding one lane, so he couldn't get me for, like, any type of illegal lane changes or anything like that. None of that was going on. So I'm trying to figure out what made him want to run my tag in the first place. So now I'm going to give you my conspiracy theory. And like I said, it's just a theory about why I feel like I was pulled over. So... I know there's a lot of people that's jumping to it like, he pulled you over because you were a black man. Maybe, but while my race may have been a factor or probably was a factor, I do not believe that it was the only factor that caused me to get pulled over. I'm going to tell you why I think that I was pulled over today. Number one, I'm headed north at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a weekday. Around here, traffic usually flows uh, south in the afternoons. Everybody's headed north in the morning, and everybody's headed south in the afternoon. I'm headed uh, north in the afternoon. And the tags on my car clearly tell you that I live in the direction I'm going. So that would make you to think, why am I headed in that way, headed home? You know, um, and it's time of day. Could be work, but not a lot of people. You go head south. There's not a lot of people that head south for work around here. Most people are headed closer to the city, you know, or to the north side areas of the area. But no, most people are not headed back, headed down south for work. Reason number two I was doing the speed. I was probably actually going under 
the speed limit. I think the speed limit was 70 and I was doing like 60 closer to the minimum and I was being night polite. I let a truck over. I let a, a car merge. So I'm being the textbook driver, which probably arose some suspicion, some suspicion because who drives like that? See what I'm saying? But I drive like that because I am on the clock. So I don't have time to begin any type of moving violations or anything like that while I'm on the clock. So I'm extra cautious when I'm driving and I'm at work, even though I'm in my personal vehicle. You know, I still take extra caution because if something happens, you know, I have to report it to my job because I'm on the clock. Then when that officer decided to go, come take a look at this guy who was obeying all the laws, <laughs> being a law-abiding citizen on the highway, because who does that? I believe he looked in my car. He seen me smoking that jewel, that vape, uh, seen me smoking that vape. And I think he assumed that I probably had THC oils, cannabis oils in that vape. Because the way he jumped behind me, man, and I'm going to tell you the tactic that was used. That's called the don't flinch. He pulled up that hard, boom, beside me. Because most people that are doing something wrong, they see that it'll make them nervous. They'll jump, they'll do something, they'll try to exit, they'll try to get out of the way. I didn't really react to that. I just kept doing what I was doing. Then... When he did that abrupt pull behind me, that was the second time trying to make you flinch. And I didn't react to it. Now, I was paying attention to where he was because he was moving so erratically every time. Of course, if, when a car is going fast and making these jerking movements left and right, it's going to catch your attention. So I did look up a couple of times and he probably saw me look up. And being that I was doing, <laughs> I was doing under the speed limit. I was using my turning signal. I was allowing people to merge. I was getting out of the way of faster drivers. He had nothing ever us to say except your tag isn't coming back. So boop boop, lit me up, pulled me over to the side of the road. I feel like expecting to smell some type of cannabis smoke when he got to the car, which was not there, and he had nothing solid to, to hold me on that's why he didn't do anything extra and then number two what might have played into the reason why he backed off so soon i actually have a coin that was given me to me by a sheriff where i live and i keep that coin on my dashboard just because i think it looks cool number one and number two it's a conversation starter when you know it's a conversation starter when you are pulled over it kind of eases the mood i feel like because with tensions the way they are between police and people they see that that uh that that sheriff star up there and they'll lot i think i feel like it'll calm them down a little bit and they'll start to ask questions about it versus looking at you like like you might be a hooligan maybe they take a gander at that because the guy the why one guy was talking to me and the other guy was looking at my car and i'm pretty sure he saw that and then when he stood up straight he leaned over and said something to the guy and then walked off and that was the end of the whole confrontation so i think that's what happened that's my conspiracy theory from beginning to end i think he thought he was going to catch me smoking on something and then once they took a good look in the car and they realized nothing was going on on top of that it's a possibility that this guy is may be may may know or may possibly even be part of law enforcement 
abort. Let's get the hell out of there. Now, I'm not saying these cops were bad cops. I'm not saying they were out looking for trouble, but I do think they thought they had a duck, a sitting duck out there on the road driving around. Because a lot, not, you know, a lot of times when you find, when they find people smoking and driving, they find drugs, especially in a car headed north towards Atlanta in the middle of the day, doing the speed limit, seatbelt on, button up. I look like I'm trying to blend in. You understand what I'm saying? So that's why I think I got pulled over. But, you know, thankfully, nothing turned out of it because there was nothing to turn out of it if anything i would have gotten it would just delay me for a long for longer than it need to be and i'd have had to explain to some people why i was showing up late but that's the end of that story and i know y'all did not come here for that so i'm gonna keep it rolling i know why you're here you came for some discipline and that's exactly what i'm gonna give you the discipline for today is look the duller the axe, the harder you have to swing. You need to work harder, not smarter. If you have four hours to cut down a tree, spend three of those hours sharpening your axe. What I'm trying to tell you is get prepared. Be prepared and be ready for any and every situation that may come at you. That's why I feel like the situation I was in where I was pulled over went smoothly as it did because I was prepared for that situation. Sadly to say, as a black man in America, this is not the first time that I've been pulled over. This is not the first time I've been pulled over and let go without any type of warnings, with any type of citation or ticketing going on. So immediately when I pulled, pulled over, I had a plan. Move your virus out the way. Make yourself visible. Pull out your wallet. Have your stuff ready. Be willing to talk to this guy. Don't ask too many questions. Let him ask the questions you answer him. Because you cannot win. I don't care if you're black, white, Chinese, whatever. You cannot win an argument with a police officer on the side of the road. You win those arguments in court. But I digress. What I'm trying to tell you is, though, get ready. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Now, there's going to be situations that will arise that you had no opportunity to prepare for. You still have to take advantage of those opportunities to the best of your abilities. That's why it is pertinent that you are constantly learning that you're constantly crafting different skills and different techniques on just everything you want to be a master of one thing but you want to be a hobbyist at a lot of things because you know sometimes you just need to know enough to get yourself in the door get your foot in the door and you can figure the rest of it out while you're there sharpen your axe people take this information and do with it whatever you will but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today either way you made a difference now get you a good 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 breakfast because you're gonna need it why you gonna need it because you're gonna be out here getting shit done man y'all have an amazing day man thank y'all for tuning in to the vldi thoughts by the vldi the podcast hey man i've been slacking on the videos but i'm gonna get back on that new videos coming to instagram soon and make sure you jump over to that um damn i forgot what i what where i'm trying to send you to to that thoughts by the di the podcast facebook page leave some comments some likes subscribe go over to instagram follow me d-v-i-l-l-e underscore di leave me some comments tag dms and tell me what you want to hear the boy talk about and i guarantee we're gonna get right to it i'm out of here man